Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, right as we're coming on, I see uh, up on the news crawl that John Kirby said, uh, the commanders have a right to defend themselves. Well, that's big of you, John. Right. That's nice to know. Okay. So John Kirby is talking about Joe Biden. Yes. Well, the the world is blowing up right now, and a lot of that can be attributed, not all, but a lot of that can be attributed to American weakness, thanks to the senile old fool in the White House, the guy who thinks you can negotiate with terrorists. Uh, But the White House says, hey, he's doing a bang-up job, right? Spokesman John Kirby was asked about how Joe Biden is balancing, quote-unquote, long-term goals with the short-term crises when it comes to foreign policy. Okay. Well, he's balancing it well. He's doing it. it. I mean, uh, if you want to give him a report card, A+. I mean, he's commander-in-chief. That never stops, and the and the and the and the duties and responsibilities are literally global. I mean, we are one nation that has truly global responsibilities, and he's managing it all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he didn't answer the question. Uh, no, well, he can't. But but he's doing an A plus job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what would a B look like? Is that nuclear war? I'm not quite sure. I really don't know. Trying to make sense of everything that's going on right now, especially with Israel and Hamas and that war. And you got to know what Israel's long-term goal is. They've got to take the threat away. Yet we're still messaging this sort of, well, you, you really got to go by the rules of war here. Right. You can't do anything over the line. Okay. And I'm taking that as just, posturing because as you see demonstrations all over the world it's pro-palestine more than anyone could have imagined would you agree with that yeah i think so it 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 really has been uh very shocking i mean even at george washington university someone had put up you know those uh, uh the big light letters that you can cast onto the side of a building it was yes. from the river to the sea Glory to our martyrs at a major American, an elite American university, and not a single person in a leadership position at that institution can condemn it. That's amazing. And in different parts of the world, you see what's going on in London, and there are oh, actual yeah. signs that say Muslim armies unite for Palestine, talking about global jihad. Holy smokes, man. 
I mean, talking about the eradication of the Jews, and again, for so many Jewish people around the world, I don't think this was really on the radar, that there was this much anti-Semitism around them. It's been this massive wake-up call. And again, as far as Joe Biden and all of that going on in the United States, I don't think I'd give him an A-plus on how he's handled that so far. Mm, not, not even, really. Not even close. Unless in the upside-down world, A is really an F. <laughs> right. Well, maybe. Yeah. Um, okay. You got a story about a clown reporter, David. What's this about? Yeah, well, Representative Mike Johnson is the latest nominee to be Speaker of the House, uh, the fourth nominee since the ousting of Kevin McCarthy. Uh, during a press conference last night, he and other Republicans there with him totally clowned a reporter who was asking about how he tried to overturn the 2020 election. Here we go. This is how you handle these people. I love it. Roll it. Shut up! Yeah, that the lady yelling "shut up" by the way is North Carolina Republican Representative Virginia Fox. She's eighty years old. Good for her. Okay, you know who was that asked that question? It was the reporter from ABC. Yeah, uh, Vega was it? This the one that does most of the stuff. Yeah. Good Morning America. Their political person that they go to. And as they came out of it, and I get this for you a little bit later on. I wasn't even thinking about it, just catching up on different news. And as we've mentioned several times, you'll watch some of those morning news shows just to see how they're handling the stories that are out there. It was Robin Roberts that comes back and says, you have every right to ask those questions. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. It was two dopey questions. Yeah, of course, it's Robin Roberts you know, saying that. Back yeah. to back. And then you hear the lady that's 80, the congresswoman, yeah. actually say, go away. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's the thing is nobody's saying she doesn't have the right to ask those questions. I mean, you, the people you who were booing and laughing at her have every right to boo and laugh at her, too. Yes, 100%. And, then, and you probably saw this, too, then, from Good Morning America. Uh, the whole story... Of the soldier that ran into North Korea. Yeah, Travis King is his name. He's the Army private who ran into North Korea to escape criminal charges for things like assault. Oh, and uh, possession of child pornography. Yeah. That doesn't seem to be part of the headline. That doesn't seem to be driving the news. Dude, did they mention it at all? I kept listening for it. They did briefly, about two minutes into the package, but he's currently being held at a facility in El Paso, uh, ABC News spoke with his mom and his stepdad. A very sympathetic piece. Oh, my goodness, yes. How has this been for you, Claudine, as, as a mom? It put me in a very dark spot in my life. I had a nervous breakdown over it. Hardest thing you've ever had to do? Yes, yes. They say physically. Well, by the way, I understand that. If that's your son, yeah, that could that could be anybody. I get it, yes. They say physically King looks okay, but that his time in North Korea and why he went remain a mystery. Now that Travis has been charged, what what is your plan? To fight the charges and fight the charges hard. He has people that love him and are in his corner mm -hmm. and that are going to fight this all the way through with him. It, it's amazing to me how everybody's trying to play dumb with his motivations right. for fleeing to North Korea. Yeah. I don't know. 
He just got out of prison in South Korea because he'd gotten into some sort of drunken brawl. Yes. He had assaulted some of his fellow soldiers. Uh, yes. He was facing kitty porn possession charges. I, I'm pretty sure we know why he would have fled into North Korea. But they're trying to play this, well, it's a mental health issue. Uh-huh. Isn't that the side they're trying to go yeah, with kinda. here? You should have sympathy in these poor people. Like that something happened to him. In the, and maybe something did happen to him, but does that mean that uh, you should excuse the whole kitty porn thing or, I don't know, the treason thing? You can't just do whatever you want no. because something <laughs> happened to you as a child. There's two okay, things you, you can't, can't do. No. I'm so sick of that crap. And this is the part I don't know. Okay, and I don't know if you noticed this, David. So if you're to play the way legacy media usually plays something like this, they're going to play some sort of sympathy just because of the race involved with the people. Travis King is black. Yeah. And obviously his mom's black. And I don't know exactly what ABC thought was going to happen as they go to do the interview. The mom is actually married to a white dude. Yeah. Okay. And if I'm just to play stereotypes, he just looks like a good old boy. Well, did you notice his hat? I did. Yeah, he's got a he's got a Second Amendment baseball cap on, and they showed an old file photo where he's wearing the same baseball cap. That's incredible, man. <laughs> and I was thinking, did they have the guts to say, "Could you take that hat off?" <laughs> oh, I would not have asked that man to I take that hat off. I don't think they did. I think it probably pained them to have him there, but oh, I sure. don't know. Just a guess. Uh, something else really quick on a lighter note. Um, I know we got uh, at least one share fan on this show. Is that mm-hmm. is that factual? Or just For a me, fan of I, her live performance? I Well, I, I have seen her live in concert, and it was a magical evening. You've um, mentioned that before. And I, I like her. I like some of her music, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if you really dig her politics or some no, of her public statements. I know she's that a nut. Drives, yeah, Robin's crazy. Um, this sounds nuts, but I just wanted to share this with you, Scott. Because um, every once in a while, you'll make a reference on this show, and David, as a millennial, would say, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Right? Apparently, this happens with Sharon, her boyfriend, quite often. Well, yeah, she's like 103, and he's 27 or whatever. Right? She's 77, okay. he's 37. Yeah. Said She said they talk about everything, and they just get each other. They just get sure. one another. Okay. That's why there's so much magic yeah. between the two of them, mm-hmm. see? But she did say, sometimes I'm talking to him, he has no idea what I'm talking about. And I'll say, you know, like Clark Gable. And he'll say, I don't know who that is. I, I wasn't born yet. I just bring that up to say, see, yeah. there's other people in the same situation a that couple, can happen a sometimes. Charles Nelson Riley wisecracks, he has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> who? Neither see? does David. Right. That one is a little deeper than Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> you got it. Man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. Get to, all right. What's going on with Speaker of the House? Updates on Israel. Lots to get to coming up.
What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so someone else is, what, getting immunity? We've had pleas. we got a bunch going on with all these different Trump lawsuits. Uh, yeah, well, former President Donald Trump's uh, final chief of staff, Mark Meadows, has spoken with special counsel Jack Smith's team at least three times this year, and apparently it's because he... Uh, well, he got immunity to testify under oath. Ooh. So whatever he said to a grand jury behind closed doors was not going to be used against him in any potential federal prosecution. What do you think that means? Well, uh, nothing good. <laughs> yeah, part of the uh, what, what the reporting says right now, and always take it with a grain of salt when somebody says sources say, uh, is that, you know, Mark Meadows is basically saying, well, no, I never believed that the election was really stolen. Sort of going back on what his uh, what is what he said in his book, in his memoir uh, about all of it. Uh, now, Trump today, outside of the courtroom in his civil trial, <laughs> yes. uh, said, yeah, Mark Meadows always believed that the election was stolen and said that Mark Meadows was lying Um and so, again, we'll see where all of this goes. I can't imagine that it's good. Again, like the civil trial, who cares? The Georgia trial, I, I don't know. I mean, there seem to be a lot of people flipping, uh, agreeing to be state's witnesses. I don't know if they'll get them on anything. The special prosecutors... The thing is, real quick on that, from everything I understand, uh, from different reporters that have been on it, and they're saying just, honestly, from everything we've seen, there's still nothing there. Even mm-hmm. even the they're pleading out, you know, to things that won't hurt Trump. Yeah, I mean, 
Well, yeah, you're so they're they're you know overcharged as is usually standard op- operating procedure with prosecutors. They will overcharge a defendant, uh, knowing that they'll probably either be prosecuting lesser charges or it makes a plea deal or a cooperation agreement right. much more likely. And so they've done that with a lot of these defendants in Georgia because the defendants in Georgia don't necessarily have the cash to keep fighting the state over and over again. This happens all the time. And there's no jail time there. Right, no jail time there. Uh, I, I don't really know what they have in terms of the Georgia case. I still think that's pretty weak against Donald Trump. It's not good that he's got people uh, agreeing to testify against him, but you know, it, it, just because it's never good. The right. special counsel issue, not talking about the 2020 election efforts to you know uh, find voter fraud and all of that, right. that's not the thing I'm worried about. For Trump, and the only case that I'm actually worried about is the case about the classified documents. Now, what does Mark Meadows know about any of that? I don't know. Uh, is he talking about it? Well, if he's got immunity, probably. And that's known as the Mar-a-Lago case, right? Yeah. Who's left that hasn't flipped? Holy cow! Rudy Giuliani, but that's only because yeah. Trump finally started ponying up cash to cover his legal fees. Again, if you're well, ever in a also, situation, yeah. Where where you got your buddies uh, needing some cash and you've got that cash, pay part of their legal fees at least. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, it's covered today, the morning news shows, about Michael Cohen and Trump being in the same room. Right. It's the other case. But to keep it all sort of straight, the one you're most concerned with is the Mar-a-Lago, the classified documents. Yeah. And what has you most worried about that? Mainly because there are so many different technicalities that they could get them on. And if they were moving boxes and if they were trying to uh, 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 obfuscate and and evade what the federal government or the National Archives wanted, they can get them on a technicality. The thing is, is I I think, you know, you've got so many criminal counts thrown against him, so many indictments thrown Mm -hmm. against him. They're just throwing everything at the wall. And I think one thing is going to stick at the end of the day. I'm not saying it's oh, right. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> right. I'm not I'm not saying it's right. I think this is obviously malicious uh, malicious prosecution. Oh yeah. But something's going to wind up sticking at the end of the day and if I'm to game it out, that's the case where something is most likely to stick. Okay. Well, Julie, so yeah. let's play this out for a second. So let's say it sticks, the Mar-a-Lago thing. What does it mean? I'm not going to go to jail. I mean, that's going to be really tough. You talk about ripping yeah. apart the country because oh, yeah. we're, everybody, and we, you know we will, talk about classified documents. What about Uncle Joe? Oh, sure. These aren't the only presidents. And, and yeah, I mean, I'm not, again, that's what I'm saying. It's, I don't think it's right. I think it's malicious. Yeah. But they've already set this in motion. The left uh-huh. has already proven they are willing to tear down the country if it means getting somebody like Donald Trump and all of his supporters in line or whatever. Yeah, whatever they call it. Yeah. yeah Giuliani is uh, put on a dress and is referred to as Judy Rulliani now. <laughs> I can't find him. He changed his number. Get him out. Okay. You have a story about Brett Michaels. Uh, yeah, didn't think I'd be talking about Brett Michaels today, but the poison. I didn't either. I see. I'm looking at this. I'm like, 
David Michaels. has a story about Brett Michaels? Yeah. What, wow. what happened to Brett Michaels? Brett Michaels from Poison has adopted a dog named Brett Michaels. Oh, no. The, the Nebraska Humane <laughs> Society posted about a six-year-old husky that needed a home, and its name was Brett Michaels. Well, uh, the human, Brett Michaels, saw it and had his people get in touch saying, hey, I want to adopt him. Uh, the dog had also, they're saying the dog was a hero. I don't know about that. But the dog did save the life of a one-month-old kitten because uh, he had the right uh, blood type for a needed blood transfusion. Really? And so the vets did the blood transfusion using that dog's blood. So Brett Michaels has adopted Brett Michaels happily ever after. <laughs> nice. Bark dirty to me. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Well, you're on a roll today, baby. Thanks. <laughs> It's going to be a fun day. Yeah. No doubt about it. Biggest story of the day, David. Sorry. Bark dirty to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, biggest story of the day is that our military is moving uh, missile systems into the region uh, around Israel in order to, uh, well, stage everything in case things go haywire. And so Israel has agreed to delay further an invasion of Gaza uh, while the U.S. gets prepped with missile systems in the region. Okay. Well, people are wondering what are they waiting for, and now you have a pretty good idea. You have the story. All right. got to get to another news update. And then what's your story? Straight ahead. All right. The Monthly Bank Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Mark. They have no voice. I'm the Gen Action, the Millennial, David Van Camp, the Sexy Boomer, in the Arizona hat, Scott Robbins. It's a little dusty, but they're going to the World Series. That's it. Brought that one out. Yep. Okay. Um, man, oh, man. There's so much going on. You know, obviously, in the world, you're looking at the fear of World War III happening. And at the same time, there's other breaking news that's happening all around us. Um Sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle. And some people have brought up what's been found out over the last week, going back to 2020 with the whole George Floyd case. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is really interesting. And in Daily Wire, they had an interview with the person that broke the story. Um, and, you know, when you get into parts of this, you got to wonder, is Derek Chauvin going to get uh, another chance at a trial? Because from all the different clips I could play from this, Liz Collin is the person that had broke this story out of Minneapolis. Um, talks about this lawsuit that's happening right now. Okay, and if you're unfamiliar with that, I suppose I should play the clip where she talks about the lawsuit that's happening currently um, in Minnesota. There are depositions related to a lawsuit that was filed by one of Hennepin County's top prosecutors, Amy Sweezy, against the former county attorney, Mike Freeman. Now, she's alleged sex discrimination and retaliation in the workplace in the past. Okay, so there's that going on, but... But what really stands out are these pages and pages that spell out the extreme pressure that prosecutors faced to charge Derek Chauvin and the three other Minneapolis police officers back in May of 2020. The depositions were conducted this past summer. They were just recently made public. Okay. And then if you hadn't heard this part of the story, there were people saying, well, these three should not be charged. Several attorneys reveal in the depositions that they oppose charging the other three officers in George Floyd's death. In fact, the two attorneys who were tasked with the case against the three other officers withdrew due to, quote, professional and ethical rules. Hmm. 
Did you know that before? Nope. I just learned it right now. Um, and then it gets a little more interesting. In the deposition, Senior Assistant County Attorney Patrick Lofton was asked why he wanted to formalize his withdrawal in a letter that he wrote to Mike Freeman. And he said, quote, I wanted it in writing and I wanted to make sure it was documented that I wasn't going to let that situation, what was going on in the world, affect my judgment because I have to sleep at night no matter what. And he added this, quote, I can tell you that everyone that I associate with to any degree professionally or personally agreed with our decision. There he's referring to the decision to not charge the three officers. So, wow, it was just pressure. That's the reason yeah. they were charged. Yeah, for the other three. It's, it, and then you had the, the political angle to it because the attorney general of Minnesota started well, getting gets involved. And, and we remember who that is. Yeah, Keith Ellison. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, in the end, it was the attorney general of Minnesota who stepped in, Democrat Keith Ellison. He took over the case and charged the three officers with aiding and abetting murder. That's Thomas Lane, Alex King, and Tu Tao. They're serving prison sentences that range from three to nearly five years now. And Derek Chauvin, you'll recall, he's the officer convicted of second and third degree murder He's serving a more than 20-year prison sentence at a federal prison in Arizona. His legal team has filed a petition asking the U.S. Supreme Court to hear his case after the state Supreme Court here in Minnesota declined. Keith Ellison, he's got quite a past, David. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, he, he's a woman beater. Hmm. Um, but was also verbally abusive and also mm -hmm. uh, is a straight-up socialist. Absolutely. And, and I mean, not a racist either, by the way. Oh, no, he not. is definitely racist yeah. um oh pro antifa well yeah you yes, that's that. true. i mean like literally not again that's not to be cute or or just sort of to infer something reading the tea leaves there was actually a book like the antifa guidebook or whatever that somebody yeah. had written about uh disobedience for justice and all that some communist crap yeah he, he posed with a great book <laughs> i mean yeah he's a communist and well a racist and all the other isms out there. Yeah. So he made all that happen. That's going to be interesting to see what happens. Oh, and the other part, um, as far as Liz Collin and her reporting, well, the prosecutor um, had an interesting conversation with the medical examiner, and maybe you've heard about that. If not, it's wild to me, man. Yeah, Sweezy, the prosecutor who filed the lawsuit, had a rather revealing conversation with the medical examiner. His name is Dr. Andrew Baker. This all happened the day after George Floyd died. And she says, quote, he called me later in the day on that Tuesday, and he told me that there were no medical findings that showed any injury to the vital structures of Mr. Floyd's neck. There were no medical indications of asphyxia or strangulation. And then she said he, talking about Dr. Baker here, went on to say, Quote, Amy, what happens when the actual evidence doesn't match up with the public narrative that everyone's already decided on? Then Sweezy says that Dr. Baker remarked, this is the kind of case that ends careers. Well. So George Floyd wasn't murdered. Died of natural causes. Wasn't strangulation. Wasn't anything to the neck. Nope. Was fentanyl in his system? Enough to kill somebody. You know, other people have mentioned too, and I, you know, when I saw caffeine, you know, listed, mm -hmm. and it, 
the fact that he had heart issues before this? Well, the caffeine may not seem like anything, but in that situation, it just amps up everything. Not that caffeine is also a contributor, but all of these things, you can no. see it was a recipe for someone dying. I mean, it, it it can be. In fact, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the story about Panera. No. Where Panera is being sued because they have, uh, I forget what they call it, some sort of like caffeinated uh, lemonade. And a college-age girl went there. She had a heart issue. Uh, she knew she had a heart issue. Uh yeah drank it thinking that it was like natural energy but there was more caffeine in it they say than like a monster energy drink and a red bull combined is the phrase that they've used in the lawsuit against panera and it killed her whoa i had not heard about that yeah i did read about that i've never had that drink I, you know I guess every, everything mind, is so loaded with caffeine now though everything is. well in my mind as i'm seeing this medical report you see fentanyl caffeine's way low on the well sure totem yeah, pole yeah. of dangerous right you know. but man that's wild okay well more on that later um you know what we got to get to now it's that time of the day rolling around the table may not be the biggest story out there but it caught your attention david today what's your story i i, I want to go to the hysteria in the media yet again over politics um okay and this has to do with a with a uh, story we did just about half an hour ago. Oh, okay. and uh, so Mike Freeman is the guy who's supposed to be the speak next speaker of the House. He's been nominated there, um, or I'm sorry, Mike Freeman, Mike Johnson. Um, uh, ABC's Rachel uh, Scott had asked Mike Johnson about his efforts to overturn the election, and all the Republicans at the press conference yesterday. Just booed her, laughed at her, said, get the hell out of here. Come mm -hmm. on. They just mocked her. Well, media is now treating that as this anti-democratic, horrible thing uh, that these Republicans have done. She had every right to ask that question. Yeah, and they dumbassed her for it. So what? I mean, that's not nobody's throwing her in a gulag or anything. I mean, they're just you're not at university at anymore. Right. Okay, You're out of your safe space. Uh, John King on CNN decided to get into his feelings oh, uh, talking about this today. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Th and, and the fact that, that one Congresswoman Fox said, shut up. <laughs> right, yes. like, shut up. It, yes. It's, it's anti-democratic. Yes. They are anti-democratic. They simply are. That's a fact. Uh, and they're anti-free speech. They're anti-question. They don't like questions that they don't like. They don't want to answer questions oh, that they don't like. Speech. Well, sorry. Wow. Uh, welcome to America. That's the great charm of the American experiment, uh, that we ask questions, that people get to ask these questions. G Captain, fake news. Yeah. She got to ask the question. She did. Yeah. And they laughed at her. Okay. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about this American experience is we get to laugh at idiot reporters. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, if these people would get out of their bubbles every once in a while, they would understand most of the country is laughing at them nonstop. I just don't think they know it. I just... I am having a fun time with the descriptor. They dumbassed her, though. That's yeah, well... I'm writing that one down because that could be my favorite of the day. I'm going to use that one again. All right. For what's your story, Scott? What's your story? Well, you know, the world is falling apart. Rome is burning. Uh, Biden is holding a state dinner for Australia, though. They didn't cancel that. They did have one big cancellation concerning the state dinner with Australia. The B-52s were scheduled to play at this state dinner featuring the Prime Minister of Australia. The White no House, way. Yes. 
The White House now has scrapped plans to have the B-52s perform at tonight's state dinner for Australia's Prime Minister after deciding that it would be inappropriate at a time when so many are facing sorrow and pain. That was according to Jill Biden. (laughs) Joke's on you, Jill. Anytime the B-52s play, it's inappropriate. (laughs) I'm just saying. I thought you liked the B-52s. I don't like the B-52s. You like some of the stuff? I played some of their stuff, yes. Okay. It's not like I'm reaching for Love Shack or Rome. <laughs> rock Lobster. We just had Rock Lobster part of a story of today. I did. thought maybe that was the problem, that they were going to serve lobster. Well, they I, were... I, by the way, who chooses the B-52s to play at a state dinner at the White House? Well, the, the same people who choose James Taylor to come out and sing before some stupid South Lawn event. Yes. That almost seems more normal to me than the B-52s, though. Is Are they big in Australia or something? I have no okay, idea. I just wondered. Listen, man, if it's the White House, if it's a bunch of politicians, more times than not, it's going to be a lame show. Sorry, it just is. I like the way the AP described them as a new wave band, the B-52s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what's also hilarious is when Kamala tries to do like hip hop day at the White House. Yes, even better. That was also unintentionally hilarious. Okay, for what's my story, I should probably uh, roll this out in a second. It's a social media influencer who was asked, uh, Could you explain again your advice for ugly women? Oh boy. And yeah, this is quite controversial. So we'll get to that for my part of What's Your Story. And then the New York Times defends hiring a pro-Hitler journalist. All coming up right here. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seat belts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program, including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at TeladocHealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health.com. The cost of everything is crazy right now, and the shopping season is only adding more pressure. Especially if you're one of the millions of Americans who've already had to put things like groceries on credit and the bills just keep piling up. Now's the time to pay off that debt and get your finances under control before the holiday season. If you're a homeowner, American Financing can help you access the equity in your home for instant savings. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of $700 a month. And if you start today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments, giving you some extra holiday funds. It costs absolutely nothing nothing to find out how much you can save. The holidays are going to be here before you know it, so call their salary-based mortgage consultants today. American Financing, call 866-890-7811. That's 866-890-7811. 866-890-7811. 
or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Before we get that news update, oh, for What's My Story uh, today, I had never heard of this social media influencer. Um, her name is Alex Pierce. I played a little clip earlier, and Rob's like, oh, goodness. Like, you weren't going to be able to take it. I said, you might like what she has to I say. I just heard the first part of it and went, no. Yeah. <laughs> Her name is Alexandra Pierce. Okay. She was on Sarah Fraser's podcast, which I wouldn't know even what yeah, that is. That. So, But I saw what she said. I was trying to find the clip, and I'm hearing other things from this Alex Pierce this big social media influencer. Part of it was she talked about how she had to leave California because of the wokeness, okay? And like the the woke leftist disgustingness that is ruining the state that no one will even talk about. We just, I had to get away from it. I had to, like there was no choice. Like it's just, it's dangerous. Okay. Well, yeah. So you, yes? Just saying it causes lifelong injuries, including that ending every sentence like it's a question. Exactly. I think that was the part that That's drove Robin crazy. Nuts. I agree with you. Yeah. So, as they're going on, Frazier asks Alex Pierce, "Hey, you're not afraid to tell someone if they're ugly. Uh, so, what advice do you have for someone that's ugly?" Uh, and well, here's the answer. I think I got all the beeps in there. Oh God! Hang on, David. Is this the one? I think so. You will tell people if they're ugly. What can someone do if they're ugly? I told, I've said this, I know I take it too long to respond, but I'm telling you, don't, no. go to, don't go to college. I'm telling you right now, do not go to college. Take that money and go get plastic surgery. You will end up finding someone who loves you and like wants to be with you and you will love yourself because you'll be, I never had any plastic surgery. I'm just born with a pretty face to be honest. Oh, I do yeah. have injections, we know that, but I'm not ugly. I'm not, I'm, I may be overweight, but I'm not ugly. That's what you should do. Do not go to college and become a woke loser. No man wants a woke woman. No man is attracted to a fucking woke ass woman. Go get your face fixed, get pretty, and you can get married. You'll be fucking happy. Get married. Move out of the cities. That's the truth. The only part I absolutely agree with is no man wants a blank yeah. woke woman. Probably be happier. Took that advice. I don't know that, but it could be onto something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I, listen to this thing. She goes on and on. She offends anyone possible. Yeah. It's pretty wild. No, look. I mean, if you're if you're a frumpy liberal, all you need to do is calm down and smile more. Everybody knows that. You don't need to spend money on plastic surgery. Might help. I don't know. <laughs> Only joking. Come on. You gotta have the liberal Please. special. Yeah. The plastic <laughs> surgeon. <laughs> 20% off. That's, that's where they surgically enhance your personality and sense right, of humor. At the same time, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. We got to get to this New York Times story. What is going on? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the New York Times has rehired a guy named uh, Solomon uh, Hidji. He has worked as an unofficial spokesman for Hamas, and he's supposed to be giving them reliable reporting out of Gaza. Okay. Last year, it was revealed by the site Honest Reporting that he was also very, very pro-Hitler. Sharing a photo of Hitler with the caption, How Great You Are, he also said it was, or that he was in a state of harmony as Hitler was during the Holocaust, during a barrage of rockets being fired into Israel uh, back in 2018. Well... When that came out, the New York Times said, well, we reviewed these problematic postings. 
and took actions to ensure he understood our concerns and could adhere to our standards. And he said, yes, sir. Well, now, then I have an idea for the New York Times. All right. Because we've been told from our own officials that the biggest threat to the United States is white supremacy, mm -hmm. right? So they should hire a white supremacist because they could give them the stories because they're embedded in white supremacy, right? right? And even though he said, if he says, I hate all blacks, well, who cares? Right. Because they want the story and they'd give guidelines and then they'd be okay. It's a brilliant idea. When you're talking about the New York Times, it's the same organization that ousted a manager because he allowed Senator Tom Tom Cotton to write an op-ed for the paper. Yes, of course. But the pro-Hitler guy, they say, is fine. Yes. Why? The eradicate all Jews guy, he's fine. So you just get to choose your hate. And then you can work at the Times. They're a freaking joke. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, David, where do you want to start? Do you have breaking news? Well, I, I mean, it's kind of more of the same. Students at Princeton uh, protesting in favor of Hamas today, chanting this. Again, that's a series of terrorist attacks, Intifada, against the Jews in Israel. You know, pull the plug on all these universities. Uh, yeah. Seriously, just done. Yeah, we're, we're done. done. We're done. Defund. We're not doing this anymore. You're not going to get any, another dime of taxpayer money ever. Start using the endowment. Start actually, you know, uh, making it on your own. No subsidized nonsense. We're not doing this anymore. No. We're not going to do this. Here's, if you want to try to be a solutions-based individual... Okay. I think I've found a, an interesting maybe compromise here, okay? All right. Okay. Universities like this are gone, right? That, that's, what, that's what we get. What the okay. left gets is we take that endowment money and start cutting checks to descendants of slaves. <laughs> we destroy the universities. There's a one-time payment, reparations for the descendants of slaves... And if you're not in favor of defunding and raiding the endowments of these elite universities, then obviously you're racist. You know what? As nuts as that sounds, it's brilliant on some level. <laughs> yes. And when the money's gone, it's gone. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a one-time payment. I mean, it's, Yeah, and that, that's it. It's restitution. It's, a, it's, it's yeah. uh, for those who can trace their lineage back to slavery. Good luck. And so if you're against that, then clearly you are racist. Right. I think the thing we're learning, though, is that racism only works certain ways with these people. Right. That's the unfortunate part. Yes. About David's plan, yes. More and more people seem to be like coming to this realization that more than anything, because now, and you mentioned this last week, David, um, as far as the hatred for Jewish people, 
that we're seeing across the world, that has a lot to do with being white. Yeah, well, you can try to make sense of that, but that is certainly in play. Yeah, in America, that's how a lot of left wingers and, and the Marxists have done it. Is, is it's this white settler colonial uh, 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 culture is how they have portrayed it. You know, Israel is sort of in their world America Junior, mm-hmm. and so it's people uh, subjugating brown folks in the Middle East, and that's that's how they position it. Now, you go the rest of the world, I mean, the vast majority of the rest of the world, Jews are not white. They're, they're Jews. If you're ethnically Jewish, right. you're not white. They, the rest of the world doesn't see race the way that America does. It's way more complex throughout the rest of the world than just the color of your skin. Um, but it fits into oppressor. Right. And so they see Hamas and the Palestinians as raging against colonialism. And so they sort of get to vicariously live out the the, the uh, anti-colonialism revolution that they would like to launch here in the United States, but no, they would fail. So they apply those principles of, of racial resentment, or really what it comes down to is communism, Marxism, whatever you want to label sure. it as, versus America. But they pitch it in terms of race or class in America. Sure sounds an awful lot like what the left would describe as, quote, hate. It definitely is. Oh, absolutely it is. But when that they hate ta- only goes one way. Yeah, when they, when they talk about diversity, equity, and, and inclusion, it's about excluding everything that they don't agree with. Correct. Time and time again. Um, now, as far as what Israel's looking at right now, you had a story about their fight could be much more difficult, not only than what people may have first thought, but even you know, on the level of being worse than what the United States was facing after 9-11. Yeah, we, we've got uh, senior military officials in Israel advising their military before they invade Gaza. Uh, one of them is three-star Lieutenant General James Glenn, who was one of the leaders in the fight against ISIS. Uh, one of his colleagues, retired Lieutenant General Mark Hurtling, led a campaign against al-Qaeda, and he was asked what Israel is facing, and and this was kind of surprising the way that he framed it. Okay. Hamas, uh, more than likely, is is much more challenging than anything I saw with al-Qaeda or anything General Glenn saw with ISIS. We also did not have to deal, neither one of us had to deal with hostages, at least on the scale that you're talking about here in terms of multinational operations. Yeah. And part of that is just because of the terrain, the urban environment uh, that they're going to be going into. And he doesn't say this, but to me, it's you know that you've got if you're Israel, you know that your number one ally in the world is the United States of America. And you're looking at what's happened over the last two and a half weeks in the United States of America. And you're realizing you make any mistake. Hell, you don't even have to make a mistake. No, you don't. And there's it's, a, it's the reality of what's going to happen. There is a sizable portion of American media, American uh, academia, that will blame you for anything bad that happens. And that could affect the level of support that you get from the U.S. I was listening to a conversation. Um, this was from last weekend. And in the conversation... And Jocko Willink was a part of this conversation, retired Navy SEAL. 
said he felt like the narrative had already changed from the initial attack on October 7th, what happened in Israel, by, say, October 14th. It was we we absolutely have to um, have a ceasefire. Um, we have a human catastrophe going on in Gaza, and all the focus was on Gaza and not what happened to people in Israel on October 7th. That's how quick the narrative changed. 100% agree with that. 100%. Because it did. And it's only going to get worse as time goes on because you're going to see civilian death. You just will. Most people would agree Israel has to take out Hamas. That's well, a given, isn't it? If you watched NBC Nightly News last night, you saw pictures, awful pictures, of some of the the damage that was being done in Palestine, uh, in Hamas, in Gaza, in Gaza rather. And you, you saw it, and, and you saw the, the children. That's awful. That were being, and and that's, that's, that's what you saw. And again, you start to feel like, okay, we know there's going to be casualties, like you said. Yeah. We know there's going to be horrible things. And... And it was to me, it was like NBC couldn't wait to show us what the Israelis were doing. Yeah. Couldn't wait. So, I mean, it's just, I also think, I also don't think that we had any inkling that there was going to be that much anti Semitism that existed in the U.S. No. I think it took everybody by surprise. Everybody as to what was going on on these college campuses and what was going on in the streets of New York City and other major cities. I think it took every. I think. Well, I don't think that, we man. knew it existed. Not only that, but when you look at support for Israel outside the United States, yeah, in Europe, it's not anywhere close to where it is in the United States, right? <laughs> yeah. So the global pressure for Israel to back off is only going to grow. It, yeah, it's they're in a very tough situation. I mean, stating the obvious. Okay, we got to get to the lawsuit. With Meta, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. 41 states and the District of Columbia are suing uh, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram because of the harmful effects of social media on children. Now, the largest effort is a group uh, effort from 33 different states. Uh, they're suing Meta in the Northern District of California, saying that the company designed Facebook and Instagram to keep young users on the apps as long as possible knowingly creating software that's addictive they're also saying that meta violated the children's online privacy protection act by collecting personal data on users under 13 without parental consent all of these things are not new i mean we we've known about these for this for years but it's good to see you know between the the two different efforts uh to see a majority of states attorneys general actually trying to take action against these comp against a company like meta for what they've done to america yeah in the world yeah we just see what happens with that um i don't know if you saw the update on tinder the dating app no you haven't been on it in a while scott <laughs> no, no i've I put it down the last few years <laughs> yeah i was on it all the time my uh, i was sore from swiping left right uh they announced a few new features did you hear about this? One of them's a matchmaking option, which allows you to send profiles to friends and family, let them weigh in. Maybe even your parents. <laughs> the idea is it can help you find a potential match. 
that would pass, they say, the friend test. Oh, my God. Or if they would get family's approval. You think that's a bad idea? Yeah. Why is that? Because I like it. Really, do you? Well, I don't know about Tinder. I think you're going on Tinder yeah. for a specific reason. I was going to say Tinder. Right. Well, if it's a dating app, I mean, not always. Sometimes your friends and family might save you from destruction because the person can't help themselves. You, get know. What I'm you know how it is when you're in love. You get what? I mean, there's nobody that's going to get through to you in the moment. No, particularly early on. That's what. That's why you do this then in the dating app before you even go out with the person. Well, you're going to change your mind based on what like, dad oh, had to say? This is the reason you don't want to go out with this person. No. I thought you were looking for A, B, and C. This person brings none of that. All they bring is, well, this other thing. <clears throat> or whatever it might be yeah. that they have in mind. So I don't think it's a terrible thing. I don't think people are going to use it. People are probably going to do what they want to do. That's interesting, though. <laughs> yeah. Have your I, mom and dad weighing in on your adult dating life. I, yeah. I, I wish that uh, one of my grandmothers uh, was still alive because I think she would be hilarious in judging potential matches. Because there was oh. one time my cousin brought home or brought uh, a girl over to a family event, and as soon as they both left, she looks at the rest of the family and goes, she's got warts. <laughs> it's just brutal, <laughs> man. Man, that's worse than what my mom said to me a long time ago. But <laughs> <laughs> a girl... It was, she might as well have tramps stamped across her forehead. <laughs> Woo! Well. I can't even tell you. I'm not going to do it. Woo! Okay. There's more to get to. Did you know the NFL's an evil group of white men telling black bodies to hurt themselves? Uh, oh, I can't wait for that. Coming up. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited debt relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for they've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are a plus rated with the better business bureau so don't wait get the relief you need during these hard economic times for this free information call the accredited debt relief hotline now call 800-330-2100 800-330-2100 that's 800-330-2100 all right 
The Marcy Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Marcy, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Boy, I'm so glad we held China accountable for COVID. That's good. <laughs> Just like we knew we wouldn't. Yeah. You know, Rand Paul's got this book coming out. John Stossel used to be with ABC years ago. Oh, he yeah. does his own thing. Yeah, mustache one. Contributes to Town Hall. He did an interview with Rand Paul. Sort of as the whole interview is not out yet, but it was like a, this teaser he put out on social media. Um, well, I'll just play you part of it instead of reading from it. Just roll it. Gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. Remember when Senator Rand Paul accused Anthony Fauci of funding China's Wuhan virus lab? I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating. The media immediately criticized Senator Paul. Rand Paul, stop it. Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's a blast. Rand Paul, stop it. You look like an idiot. Dr. Anthony really? Fauci blasting Senator Rand Paul. Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about. Anthony Fauci once again forced to call Rand Paul a sniveling moron. <laughs> But some now have changed. Major shift. NIH admits funding Ooh. risky research in Wuhan. Paul might have been on to something. To me, it's not so much about them admitting or apologizing. It's really about trying to prevent this from happening again in the future. Yeah. But come on, Rand. You got to be able to enjoy. I told you. I told you all. At the end of the teaser, they bring out that clip of Fauci. I think we've had it maybe a time or two. They're really criticizing science. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> because I represent science. I think he is the defender of the funding of science, the business of science. And what about the NIH, run by our government? They are still funding gain-of-function research. Yeah, absolutely. This is a risk to civilization because we could wind up with a virus that's 50% lethal that leaks out of a lab and kills half of the planet. We still fund it, and I know we know that, but every once in a while you hear someone else say it again, and you're like, that is bonkers. We still fund it. Right. Yep. How is that possible? How is that explained, David? I think, I think you can make the argument that, well, if we know that there are foreign adversaries with bioweapons research, I mean, they're, they're looking for the next pandemic. It's not bioweapons. It's, no, you can make the argument that uh, you should be up on the latest research, but that does not mean that you hand over checks to foreign countries who are developing these types of viruses for one reason or another, whether it's pure research or something more nefarious. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll just put it this way. I don't want any lab leak to end civilization, but if it does... I want it to be made in the USA because I'm America first. Okay. See, thank you. Well, I mean, that Wuhan lab, I mean, it wasn't like they didn't have problems before. Right. There were leaks out of there. And this whole, well, we trust our partners in China. You what? How? And remember Fauci saying we can't be criticizing China now. It's all these weak people. In charge, especially now with the current administration, we we don't offend, you know, the people that kill us too much. Right. Yeah. It'll make it worse. Way to really govern from a position of strength. Dang man, it's just disgusting. Okay, other stuff we got to get to. 
Um, you know what, real quick, did you see what happened in Skokie, Illinois? Yeah, I did. Okay, so you have just support for Israel, little rally. Yeah. And people got beat up oh, yeah. from the pro-Hamas group. Yep. Okay. Newsweek has the story, all right? And this is what it, this is the headline of the story. Charlie Kirk says Turning Point USA staffers beaten by in quotes Hamas supporters. What do you call it? Right, what are you supporting then? And I don't know if you saw the video, there are people getting beat up and cops are trying to, you know, you know, bring peace. They don't arrest anybody. How has that happened? This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Sorry for the tangent. That's crazy to me. No, it, it was. You just saw this guy beating this guy. How do you not put him in cuffs? Right. Well, because of the Safety Act, the guy's going to be out on the streets. It's not worth the time. Yeah, probably. It's absolute insanity, man. Got to get different people in charge in a number of different areas. Got a lot of work to do. That is for sure. All right. Biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day, not only what's going on in the Middle East as uh, the Biden administration is bringing weapon systems a little closer to Israel, uh, thus delaying Israel's invasion of Gaza for a little bit longer. want to make sure that we're in a position to defend American interests. That's what the Pentagon is telling the Wall Street Journal today. Okay. Oh, and we got to get to that story that the NFL is an evil group of white men. <laughs> Straight ahead. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. Something you want to get to, David? Um, I think I think it's kind of interesting. Have you seen the uh, the trend? Uh, and it's happening all over the, the Western world where people in the Jewish community have put up posters of the people who were kidnapped yes. by Hamas. And you've got, quote-unquote, pro-Palestine people tearing those posters down. Yep. Now... Now, in, in this has happened, of course, in the United States, and there is one young lady who apparently, uh, we talked about her uh, uh, last week, I believe. She had put her name uh, to a statement that said that, uh, you know, basically supporting what Hamas did, that Israel had it coming. And a law firm in Chicago that had offered her a job after she graduated college uh, rescinded the job offer. They're like, no, we're not doing that. Well, right. ABC News yesterday did a sympathetic interview with her saying like, oh, well, you got, you know, she was saying that she got canceled and they're saying, well, would you like to reword anything? Well, I don't know if I'd like to reword anything, blah, blah, blah. Right after that interview, she's in New York. Okay. She's videoed in the same outfit she was wearing during the interview, tearing down those posters, these memorials for people who were kidnapped, kidnapped by yeah. terrorists. You've got to be joking me. It's awful. I mean, this is one of those things when they say, well, we're, these aren't pro-Hamas rallies. These aren't pro-Hamas demonstrations. Okay, you if, call you care, that? if you care about the plight of the Palestinian people, mm -hmm. where you have about half of the population that is in abject poverty, yes, then you should be at the front of the line condemning Hamas for what they did because they just put them, these civilians in the crosshairs of whatever's going to happen next with israel yes. they hamas is the reason that you're going to have civilian deaths now 
you should be at the front of the line condemning that. And the fact that they're not tells me that they are pro-Hamas. They're fine with what that group did. I don't know how else you take it. You know, like talking with different Christian friends over the last couple of weeks, and someone will be, um, you know, one to point out, we got to pray for those people in Gaza. It's an awful situation. You know, and you're, whether it's praying for peace or praying for someone to come to Christ, whatever it is, you, they're in your prayers. I understand it. And at the same time, you also understand Israel has to protect itself. Okay. Yes, you have a heart for people that didn't want any part of this. It's hard for your mind not to then wonder, okay, how many people voted for Hamas? How many people actually would like to see Israel wiped off the map? Either way, to pray for the salvation of those people, I think, is a good thing. But to not realize what Israel is up against, what are they supposed to do? Just lay down and be killed? Uh, no. According uh, to these activists, yes. Yes. Well, there's, yeah. there's no other thing, do. correct? Yeah. I mean, what else would they have Israel do? They don't want them to exist. I saw this white suburban, what they look like, the, uh, the, the Chardonnay knuckleheads, man and his wife tearing these things down, these pictures down. And this woman comes out of nowhere and starts screaming at him about what they're doing. Blank this and blank that. And they looked and they backed up and they hightailed it out. I did see that. Yeah. I saw a number of these. And you're thinking, okay, are they a part of just the, quote, woke religion? I think so. That, well, we can't have this. Yeah. Somebody told them that, that they should be on this side or that's what they're hearing from their friends. And so they just go down there and they do this nonsense. Wow. I don't remember, by the way, I don't remember anybody at 9-11. For all the people that were were unclaimed, that you couldn't find, they had their pictures up too. But I don't remember anybody tearing them down. Oh, of course not. I don't remember any of that no. happening. Well, okay, because I know what the reaction is going to be. If someone would have started tearing them down, what do you think would have happened? Well, that's nothing good to the person tearing them down, yes. Yeah. I don't think they've been killed, but they, they might have taken a beating. Oh, yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Nobody was siding with those guys that flew those planes into those towers. Well, and and tearing down these memorials, because obviously, I mean, if yeah. you're living in America, you're not, you don't have a chance at finding these people. You're not. No. Right. Right. It's a memorial for people oh, yeah. who've been victimized by a terrorist organization. I'm old enough to remember when hate crime charges were filed against people because they defaced... I don't know, a pride flag. Yeah. Or yeah. did a burnout on Black Lives <laughs> right. Matter that was stenciled on the on the ground. Yes. Really so shows the left you where the basically has told everybody we're against racism. Well, some racism. Except we're against some hate. Right. Unless we choose it. Right. And then it's okay because we'll decide what's justified and what's not. That's right. Yeah. There was a whole piece uh, opinion piece in New York Post. Asking, are Biden and Obama on Israel's side? Because if you don't listen to the words and just look at the actions, you would really wonder. Yeah. But and yeah, and you go back to Obama and Iran and whether that was Obama on his own or the people that he had in place thinking you could just sort of appease Iran at the time. Um, What's up? <laughs> well, well, 
and now he is lecturing Israel on how to handle things. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Netanyahu or anybody else in Israel is looking for Obama's leadership uh, right now. Not even close. I don't even want to get into the rest of that. I want to get to the NFL story. Switch gears. <laughs> Who... Where did this come from, yeah. by the way? Well, apparently, the I'll, I'll explain that in a moment. The NFL, I'm told now, is a for-profit prison system that forces people to fight to the death. That was the take <laughs> from yesterday's edition of The Daily Show, which used You're to joking. be a comedy show, do you remember? Yeah, once upon a time. Um, the guest host right now, because they haven't found a permanent replacement for Trevor Noah, uh, uh, the guest host is a comedian, podcaster, YouTuber, uh, Desus Nice who was talking to a guy, and I'm going to butcher his name, I apologize in advance, Nana Kwame Ajay Brennan. Nice. I think I got it. Um, he wrote a novel about prisoners, get this, who could earn their freedom from prison by fighting to the death. Original. Yeah. yeah. But okay. it's through the lens of, like, racial justice or something. And so here's the, uh, one of the questions from the guest host of The Daily Show to the author of this book. Okay. And now in your book, it's a for-profit prison system, yep. which is kind of similar to, I don't know, the NFL. Mm. Do you see any parallels there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think that in general, our sort of consumer culture, mm -hmm. where we have this idea where people's bodies are things for us to be entertained by, I think the NFL is particularly heinous. I think like that's like the big juggernaut of evil white men telling black bodies to go hurt yourself. <laughs> no, no white players in the NFL and everyone who plays in the NFL, they didn't work their entire lives to get to that point and willingly signed contracts to earn a living to play that game. No, 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 wow. no. They were forced to do that. Now I'll have to drive Uber part-time just to make ends meet. Right. Right. Golly. It's like all the UFC fighters. Wait a second. There's a lot of white dudes in the UFC, too. It's so ridiculous, man. I got to hear that part again. Things for us to be entertained by. I think the NFL is particularly heinous. I think like that's like I think the that's big like juggernaut of evil white men telling <laughs> black bodies to go hurt yourself. Wow. This consumer culture of entertained by bodies mm -hmm. or whatever, this is coming from the left? Yeah. Yeah. That expands out there, dude. Yeah, I, to me, I think if you really want a heinous group, it's got to be the WNBA because you're putting black bodies on the line and, like, three people watch it. Well, and it's all subsidized on the, blacks, on the backs of black men. That's true. It's not like they're making their own cash. It's not profitable as far as I know. As far as you know. Isn't it still subsidized well, by the of NBA? Course it is. Yeah. I haven't seen the figures in a few no. years. I can't imagine all of a sudden just because Good Morning America tries to make it out to yeah. be a big deal that all of a sudden people are really interested. Yeah. I don't think that's the case at all. Wow. Um, speaking of competitions, uh, it is that time of year. We do this every year. It's not just we. I mean, they look at this stuff to figure out. Um, the rattiest cities... In the United States of America. I'm assuming that radius indicates rats, the actual rats. 
Well, yeah. Not just awful cities, yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. w- cities with the most... Rats. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. But we have to do this. You're going to get some rat and roll along with this. Um, you know, it's hard to defend a title, they say. It's tough to get there. It's tougher to defend it. Oh, so yeah. hats off to Chicago because yeah. this is nine in a row. That's true. Well, they got a great farm system of rats. So. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize yeah. that. <laughs> um, they train down in, like, Peoria and up yeah, in they Rockford. Yeah, they do. They send, they send them up. They get the call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And but none of these go to St. Louis in no. Illinois. It's well, all in Chicago. Yeah. Depends where you are in the, right, in the split well, down the line. In, in the rat okay. game, Chicago does it the right way. That's true. You know. They teach their rats how to torture people the right way well they get the manual when they're young yeah okay and they get drafted and then to make it to the show yeah i mean they get a good dumpster and they they bulk up yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. uh anybody want to guess who's second to chicago yes philadelphia Ooh, no philadelphia looks to be like sixth Hmm. i'd I'd guess new york that seems to always be up there yes you know i would say great guess they're third now. Wow. We're going to keep going until you guys get number two. Wow. Number San two. Francisco? Uh, no, I don't see. Yeah, San Francisco's like Detroit. one ahead of Philadelphia. Oh, Detroit. Okay. They sell saddles to put on. Detroit's them. in the top ten, but they're not at number yeah. two. Dang. Mm. Dang. We're uh, not moving on until we get this, fellas. Uh, St. Louis? Nope. Shh. Let me think of some crime. L.A. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. There you go. L.A.'s at two. You mentioned San Francisco, Philadelphia. You also have Baltimore, Denver. They're coming along. Yeah, well. Uh, Detroit and then uh, Cleveland. Denver's an expansion outfit, though. Yeah, that's true. Usually takes a few years to really yeah, get into really the develop. You know, yeah. Get into the yeah. competition. I mean, a dynasty just doesn't happen. No, not overnight. No. They need their crappy policies for a while to really, you know. Okay. Looks like we have a news update to get to. A possible new speaker. Whoa, almost. Yeah. And much more coming up. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Hey. Have you ever been ripped off? It sucks. Having a daily reminder of it is even worse. If you shave with a well-known Big Razor brand every morning, you might be thinking more about how much you paid for the blades than about how smooth your shave is. I'm Andy, the founder of Harry's. 
We give you a high-quality shave and an expertly engineered product for a fraction of the price that the big guys charge with no compromises. They have five blades. Harry's has five blades. They have a lubricating strip. Harry's has a lubricating strip for extra glide. They have a trimmer blade. Harry's has a trimmer blade for the hard-to-reach areas. They charge up to $4 per blade. Our German-engineered blades cost as little as 2 bucks. Big brands charge higher prices because they can. Harry's keeps you in mind, focusing on high quality at a fair price. So stop rinsing cash down the drain every morning. Get a great shave for a fraction of the price with Harry's. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, the uh, uh, the House of Representatives finally has a Speaker of the House. It is uh, Louisiana Representative Mike Johnson. Yeah, who didn't Another see that news, one I've, coming? I've lost $5 because I thought for sure this thing was going to go on for a couple more weeks, and then eventually Kevin McCarthy would be made Speaker of the House again. That's but, all that needed to happen was you bet $5 that it was going to happen. That's and then fine. the next day, it's, you know, one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of course, media is freaking out about him because he, oh, he's a MAGA Republican. Oh my gosh! Oh, Watch worse it. than that, they they already set this up. This was Good Morning America, dude. Oh yeah, yeah this they were all over this because you know what? He sounds like an election denier. <gasps> Johnson is a staunch Trump ally who recruited Republicans to sign on to efforts to overturn the 2020 election. I asked him if he stands by that vote. Johnson, you helped lead the efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Republicans booed and Johnson tried to move on. (laughs) (laughs) Journalists posting their L's, man. Yeah. Yeah. You just put out on national tv that you got humiliated oh yeah and well she asked a second question about you know what about that package to ukraine the support package well in israel too of course yeah. you support additional aid to you. you've asked your question you asked your question go away <laughs> and that's when you hear i like that old lady i'd like her that's virginia fox by the way I like Republican her. out of north carolina she's 80 they were going off on her the left was yeah I saw Joy Behar called her a nasty little woman. Ooh. You know what? In a fight, uh, my money's on the, the older lady on that one. You asked your question. Go away. Yeah. That's the kind of lady that no matter who you are, you say yes, ma'am, too. Yes, absolutely. Um, By the way, and that segment finished with Robin Roberts. You had every right to ask the questions that you did, Rachel. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks, Robin, the arbiter yeah. of all things that are great. Yeah, let's, fantastic. Let's have our cry session over here. Yeah. It's okay. You're right to ask those questions. You can ask those questions. Nobody told you you can't. You're not going to jail. About overturning the election. They laughed at you, which but to me is even did. worse uh, if you are a reporter um, who's trying to ask the tough questions. If a right. politician yells at you, it's fine. It's That's totally fine. You can make a deal out of it or not. It, it just is what it is. If they laugh at you, whoo, that's brutal. But, dude, don't you really think for a lot of these people inside that bubble with media and D.C., most of the country, they are laughing at you. Oh, yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, it's like, really, you're talking about 2020? Right. First thing. First really? question. Really? 
Oh, because they have to go back to that. I mean, that's what they do. As Scott would say, that's their stairway. Well, it is. Right. That's their greatest hit. Um, that old woman, though, huh? Get, I need more audio from her. You know what? I would. I Just some sort of interview or whatever. I'll we got to look I'll, that up. I'll find it. I bet she is no nonsense. Just pack of Marlboro Reds and a bottle of Jack. She, it's just a good weekend. Well, I think if I go back to the clip, in the first clip, she says shut up, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. Yeah. After the question, let me hear that one more time. The Republicans to sign on to okay, efforts. Okay, the question. Mayor Johnson, you helped lead the efforts to overturn the 2020 election results. Shut up. Shut up. Yes. Shut up. You ask yes. your question, be gone. You ask your question, go away. <laughs> she has every right to ask a question. Yes. Every right. Robin Robin. Robin Robin. Goodness gracious. What a time to be alive. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, there is a Speaker of the House now. Uh-huh. Mike Johnson of Louisiana is now the Speaker of the House. Uh, somebody has pointed out, multiple people have pointed out, though, that uh, Democrat Hakeem Jeffries has lost 19 Speaker votes in a row now. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know. Well, anyway. You know, others in present didn't do very well either. Yeah. So everybody, it looks like all the Republicans got on the same page, and even if they might have ideological differences from... Uh, Mike Johnson, it, it's like everybody kind of realized. I, I think the stern talking to was had with everybody, like, cut the crap, let's just get this thing done. Yes, I and, agree. And and let's go. Let's let's get back to it. I'm you waiting know? for the news articles, though. Who is the real Mike Johnson? Oh, they're, they're already out there, man. I mean, one, as soon as it became clear last night that uh, there was a good chance, at least, that he would be able to get to the magic number of 217... Mm-hmm. Oh, the the hit pieces started coming out. Washington Post is like, well, you know, he contested the results of the 2020 election. Well, so did Hakeem Jeffries. Well, not the 2020, the 2016, I should say. Yeah, but that was different because that one was really stolen. Right. Uh, oh, the Washington Post also wants you to know he identifies as a Christian. Uh-oh. Uh, he opposes abortion and pff, celebrated the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Who is the real Mike Johnson? He opposes. Well, uh, he's a terrorist, then, according to the left. Right. Not uh, Hamas. Right. This guy. Or those freedom fighters who have been firebombing uh, pro-life pregnancy centers. Um, right. Uh, Johnson opposes gender-affirming care for minors. <gasps> and he introduced legislation last year that would have prohibited discussion of sexual orientation and gender identity at any institution that receives federal funds. Sounds like a great American. Uh, yeah. I didn't know a lot about this guy, but all these things that are supposed to scare the hell out of me make me like the guy. Yeah. Is he married to a woman, David? Uh, I, b- I believe he is. Uh, oh! Did you know in Problematic. June... Problematic. 
in June of 2022, he said there is no right to the to abortion in the Constitution. There never was. Oh. Uh, the guy is a constitutional lawyer. Oh. So. It gets worse with every second. I know. Dark days in America. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I'm telling you, man. This, right. Oh, yeah. The hit pieces. <laughs> of course they all agreed on him. He's white <laughs> and straight and a Christian. And his last name is Johnson. Right. That's the patriarchy. Of course it is. I was thinking to myself, and I'm just glad the thing's over. Yeah, me too. I'm just tired of talking about oh, yeah. the whole thing. And you know who's really happy? Got to be. is Matt Gates. You know, I watched some of the baseball game last night, even though they hate me. <laughs> and it was like the pitcher for the Diamondbacks. He, walked, he walks two guys. You're like, did that guy just blow the game? And then the reliever comes in, gets out of it, and that guy's like, Whew, man, I didn't want to be the guy that lost right. this whole thing. That yeah. was Matt Gates until this oh, went yeah. through. Like, right. oh, gosh, I'm the guy that caused all this crap. I noticed that no one asked him anything that I saw anyway. Uh, he's been out there. About Mike Johnson? Did oh, he about have, Mike Johnson. He, I, yeah. I think he put out a statement in support oh, okay. uh, of Mike Johnson. Okay. All right. Well, of course, we got everything going on in Israel, keeping an eye on that. Biden today said we also have the backs of the Philippines. Just in case uh, China goes after, right. well, they rammed their boat. That was earlier this week. And then, of course, the fear of China going into Taiwan. Who knows what's going to happen over the next few weeks and months? Joe's answering questions now. This ought to be fun. Oh, this will be a fun one today. Yeah. Um, David, you got a story um, that we definitely wanted to get to about the American Academy of Pediatrics. It used to be trusted. Like, if they had a recommendation, you were going to listen because they cared about the well-being of your kids. Yeah. What is this story? Uh, well, uh, this is an exclusive, uh, first reported by um, the Daily Wire, that a woman who was pumped with testosterone and underwent hormone therapy when she was a young teenager is now suing both of the doctors who greenlit that or those procedures in that course um, and the American Academy of Pediatrics. Good. Uh, her lawyers say they knowingly lied about the impact of radical sex change treatments that uh, they recommend, that the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends. Uh, the woman's name is Isabel Ayala. She's 20, uh, she's 20 right now. When she had just turned 14, she was committed to the hospital for suicidal thoughts. During this hospital stay, she met a doctor named uh, Jason Rafferty. No, no, no relation to Jerry, uh, just for the record. Scott uh, had that look on his face like concern. Yeah. Uh, during the first meeting with Ayala, he determined that she meets the criteria to consider hormonal transition. <laughs> we just need your parents to, you know, sign on the dotted line. So the lawsuit says that uh, Rafferty and other doctors sent Ayala down the path of gender-affirming medicalization rather than addressing the true roots of her mental health problems. Six months into her testosterone treatments, you're talking about a 14-year-old again, Man. testosterone treatments, Ayala tried to kill herself. The treatments continued until she moved away from Rhode Island, uh, where she had been diagnosed, and then decided to quit them cold turkey. But... There are still a whole host of medical uh, issues that she deals with. 
because that stuff is not reversible, no matter how much the American Academy of Pediatrics and others want to tell you it is. Um, she suffers from uh, vaginal atrophy. Mm, uh, it, her uh, ability to ever have children is up in the air because of the physical and then hormonal issues that were caused by pumping testosterone into a 14-year-old girl. Um, so she also says that initially she told her doctors, hey, I'm worried about the losing the ability to give birth, but they put her on the treatment anyway. They never disclosed, she says, the potential harm the drugs administered uh, could have had on her reproductive cent- uh, center. Uh, system, I should say. Uh, the lawsuit says that Ayala is worse off now than before she was treated by the doctors and asked that they need to be held accountable for their wrongful acts. That's why this stopped in Europe. It's those lawsuits that were piling up. And I forget the name of the hospital where the, all this was happening, but they closed it down. Yeah, there there was one in the UK that was a big, that was a big deal. And then, yeah, in multiple other Western European countries, they've either severely restricted this type of stuff to clinical trials only or they banned mm-hmm. it outright because it's obvious you don't have to be a doctor to even know i mean i i think i've relayed this story before there had been a, a doctor that was interested in in me doing a, a, a commercials for them and it was one of these where you know for men with low t and whatnot and mm-hmm. he said well i you know I, I need somebody who's willing to take the treatments and i said well i don't know if i really need the treatments and he goes well yeah, you're 36. I would never recommend testosterone uh, for you unless you had other underlying health conditions. And so it just didn't go anywhere because of that. I wasn't willing mm-hmm. to take it just just to make a, a little bit of money on the side. If a doctor says a 36-year-old dude shouldn't take testosterone, then why the hell is any doctor giving it to a 14-year-old girl? Gender-affirming care. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But, I mean, the evil part of it, and, man, I haven't heard this in a while. I think this is the part. It was when the whole thing at Vanderbilt was exposed, and it was Matt Walsh at Daily Wire. They got a hold of it. Where, And it, this was on their website at the time that they were performing these surgeries and how much money you could make doing it because you have basically a customer for life. And so... Well, if you were a pro in this business, you would preview the audio before just playing it out there. But we're all friends here. You're listening. You know, you know how this rolls. Oh, no. Well, I just want to see this part of it. Um, and then the female to male bottom surgeries, these are huge money makers. Again, I think this has to be an underestimate that they're quoting around $20,000 for a phalloplasty. There's been different things that I've read that said it could be up to $100,000. That's why it's still happening. Because people are getting rich off of it. It's They don't care about people. So freaking sad that this is allowed to happen. It is. It's so sad and unnecessary. And then you get uh, the laws in place that it can't happen. And then you hear left screaming about, you know, they don't want trans kids to exist. Mm-hmm. No, they're trying to protect children. I mean, there's so many areas of just our country, civilization, where you have to stand up 
for what is right, it's going to be uncomfortable. But if you don't, you end up where we're at right now. Well, we're good... having like uncomfortable conversations. Yes. I can't help but think how many people are freaking out right now seeing friends of theirs at pro Hamas rallies saying, well, how the heck did that happen? Not to mention what's happening to kids. That level, yeah. that's something, man. Well, I hope that lawsuit, keep an eye on that one, David. Yeah. And again, what adults choose to do with their bodies once they become adults is none of my business. I really don't care. I can object to it, but it's none of my business at some Dude, point. I'm with you, man. You know, but somebody's got to step up. All right. Well, he's going to switch to something lighter. Jeez. Yeah. At some point in time. Oh, I saw this. See if you think this is true. Do you think you look better in picture, Scott, or in person? Phew, jeez, I don't know. I've never thought about it. David? Better in pictures because I have a moment to suck in my gut. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. All I know is, for me, I don't even want to think about it. Well, what is yours? What do you think? All I see, if I look in the mirror or see a picture, who's the old guy? What happened? Golly, all those years are wearing on you, bro. That's what I well, think. Well, I mean, it happens to all of us, right? No, some more than others. Yeah. No, I'm looking older than I actually well, am. I'm older than you. Some How do you think I feel? Of, I guess. But the, they ask people this, and 49% say they look better in person than in photos. I'm surprised by that because of all the touch-up stuff, especially yeah. people, social media. It's, yeah, well, I hear kids talking about, well, did you filter it? Filter what? I think you can tell. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think about? you can tell the filter stuff, though. I can tell right away. Okay, now the challenge is on. No, I'll I bet can't. you can't. I think I can. <laughs> There's the smoothness of the skin, the whole, mm -hmm. you know. Okay, if someone wants to hit up Robbins on Facebook, go ahead. I'll bet he could be duped in a hurry. I don't know, man. I think it's trickier than you think. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. I've never done it. Really? Would have never guessed. Of course not. I don't know what that means. No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. I will. I'm, I'm willing to give it a go. Yeah. If it made you look better, would you put a little filter on there? Yeah, filter somebody else's head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who funded the pro-Hamas insurrectionists on Capitol Hill? Do you hear this story? We'll get to that much more coming up. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Hey. Have you ever been ripped off? It sucks. Having a daily reminder of it is even worse. If you shave with a well-known Big Razor brand every morning, you might be thinking more about how much you paid for the blades than about how smooth your shave is. I'm Andy, the founder of Harry's. 
We give you a high-quality shave and an expertly engineered product for a fraction of the price that the big guys charge with no compromises. They have five blades. Harry's has five blades. They have a lubricating strip. Harry's has a lubricating strip for extra glide. They have a trimmer blade. Harry's has a trimmer blade for the hard-to-reach areas. They charge up to $4 per blade. Our German-engineered blades cost as little as 2 bucks. Big brands charge higher prices because they can. Harry's keeps you in mind, focusing on high quality at a fair price. So stop rinsing cash down the drain every morning. Get a great shave for a fraction of the price with Harry's. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, I want to get this through real quick. Remember, <laughs> you had the big protest, the pro-Hamas insurrectionist Capitol Hill. We're oh, like, yeah. hey, that looks like an insurrection. Um, and it was labeled as a pro-Jewish group. Yeah. And then you heard later, no, it's not. Yeah, I, it was it was funny. I saw uh, a few people, different uh, Jewish reporters. Uh, doing the old Steve Buscemi meme with them, just with the caption, how do you do, fellow Jews? <laughs> it came out that uh, George Soros funds that group. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, as you could have guessed. You know what? I could not help but think, as you were seeing different protests, not just in the United States, around the world, you know, like hundreds, sometimes thousands of people, like pro-Hamas. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, are some of these people being paid, or is that many people hate Jewish people? Do they even understand what they're doing, especially at colleges? You just have the question. You're not quite sure. It's kind of crazy. But switching back to something we talked about just a little earlier, when we were talking about the transing of kids and how, David, you had the story of there is a lawsuit, and named in the lawsuit is um, the American... Academy of Pediatrics. Yes. And, Scott, you said, hey, adults can do whatever they want. Yeah. Leave the kids alone. Yep. Agreed. And it reminded me of this other piece that was out there, and Libs of TikTok had it. And it was a dude that identifies as a woman but just had the whole, like, trans surgery, including facial feminization. Mm Mm-hmm. And people were asking because the person's on TikTok taking questions and someone like, how did you pay for all of it? Right. It's expensive. You know how? Yes. We paid for it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Tax here's, dollars paid for it. Here's the Q&A. All right. To uh, answer your question, how did I get all of this covered? So I'm in the military and TRICARE basically has been up graded and updated their policies over the last couple years to accommodate trans soldiers and the procedures that we need to become ourselves. It's been a long time. You know, I've had to wait a long time for this, but uh, eventually my time came around. Hold on a second. Breathe deep, Scott. It's going to be all right. Golly. I had to, it was a process, you know, I had to go through all the evaluations, I had to get all the doctors involved, I had to get my commander, my command team and all of them involved, there was so many paperwork I had to get signed, I, you know, it's the military, there's a bureaucracy process, but once I got through it all, I'm here. It took me a hot minute, like, almost a year, <laughs> but I'm here. 
So hopefully that answers your question. Love you. Bye. Goes through commanders. There are so many different layers to this. People have time for that? And, Samantha, and the U.S. taxpayers are yeah. paying for that? Yeah, and Samantha, Samantha wants you. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. I, I, I was watching this thing, and I'm like, this is happening. You know he's not the first. Okay. You know how many of your people are in queue right now waiting for the same thing? I suppose this is the time you want me to remind different people. We don't have any money. No, we're broke. We're $33 trillion in debt. Yeah, we got nothing. No. The southern border is wide open. We have no idea who's coming through. We're paying for that? Yep, sure are. Oh, my goodness, there's so much work to do. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, David, biggest story today. Uh, Biggest story of the day, I suppose, is... uh, uh, Joe Biden is uh, out there speaking to reporters or was got a piece of audio coming up uh, from that where he gets very snippy with a reporter who was asking about the imminent ground invasion of Gaza on the part of the Israeli military. Well, well that's a fair question, yeah. isn't it? And apparently they were uh, Israel is delaying it, not so much because of uh, concern of the hostages that are in Gaza but because they want to make sure, America wants to make sure that it can get missile systems in position in case we need to step in and do something. Oh, that's interesting. True and international depression. Someone call it that, yes. We'll get to that and the Robin Strifecta straight ahead. All right. Thank you so much for being here. It's the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. The millennial David Van Camp. The sexy boomer is Scott Robbins. Got the trifecta coming up in just a few. News update, David Van Camp. Uh, Well, we've got the president of the United States uh, doing a press conference with uh, the leader of Australia. uh, And he was asked about the U.S.'s push to delay Israel's ground invasion of Gaza in response to the October 7th terror attacks. Um, He got a little bit snippy. I don't know if they gave him go juice or if he's already sundowning or what, but um, here, here's the exchange. I have my follow-up here. Uh, I want to discuss... Oh, here we go. Yeah, your conversations with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, who obviously you've known uh, for decades, and you had a very emotional trip there last week to Israel. Have you sought assurances from him that he will hold off on a ground invasion into Gaza until the safe relief release of the hostages can be assured. And of course, those include uh, 10 unaccounted for Americans. No. What I have indicated to him is that if that's possible to get these folks out safely, that's what he should do. It's their decision. But I did not demand it. I pointed out to him, if it's real, it should be done. Thank you. But aren't these hostages... Time out just a second, please. If it's real. If it's real. I thought that was a weird line, too. Do you understand what he meant by that, David? Uh, if it's real, it should be done. I mean, it's real. There's really hostages in yeah, Gaza. Right. If it's possible, maybe, is what he meant to say. Boy, it's really something we do this, I don't know how many times, trying to figure out what he was saying or what he meant. Well, it sounds like, like they could reading. be making it up to extort or something. Well, I you wonder... Know, I, that's weird. You know, for a while, people wondered... Were their hostages still alive? 
But then after they released hostages, those hostages said, yes, there's other hostages. Right. So he couldn't have meant if it's real that there are still hostages. So I'm not quite sure what that means. I don't know. If he's okay, a, go if ahead. It's I'm possible. Sorry. I, I I don't know. Thank you. But aren't these hostages uh, in jeopardy if there is a ground invasion? You want to make a speech? <laughs> now look, yeah. obviously they're in jeopardy. The question is whether or not there's any way of getting them out. If we can get them out, we should get them out. Yeah, a little cranky. Mm-hmm. You want to make a speech? Well, I'm, I'm sure all the people on Good Morning America will be very upset by that after they <laughs> wet their pants because newly elected Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, uh, well, he didn't really do anything, but a, an ABC reporter asked him about, what about the 2020 election and you didn't like it and blah, 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 blah. And all the Republicans just laughed at her. Yeah, I want to hear that again. That was really good, actually. The House has been at a standstill for three weeks without a speaker. As war rages in the Middle East... Okay, that's not the part I want. I want the part where they laugh at her when she asks the question. Where is that? Johnson, you helped lead the efforts to overturn the 2020 election results. Oh, God. Oh, gosh, dang it. Oh, and what's the name again of the lady that's Haiti, the congresswoman? She's a uh, North Carolina Republican named Virginia Fox. Yeah, and you can really hear her on this one after the old follow-up. You support additional aid to you. You've asked your question. You asked your question. Go away. (laughs) Get out of here. Get out of here. Go away. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if that gets the same She has every right to ask that question. Says yeah, that was, that was the yes. end. Yeah. You had every right to ask the questions that you did, Rachel. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. The meanies. Bastion of journalistic integrity, Robin Roberts. <laughs> mean Republicans. Yes. <laughs> All right, Robin, you ready for your yeah, three? Yeah, let's go. Here we go. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins trifecta. His top three today, helped by his countdown hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy. I'm ready. No show again last night. It was I'm a ready. big game seven. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Yes. I'm ready. <laughs> three. Uh, number three, nearly two-thirds of New Yorkers blame Biden for the migrant crisis. Uh, I found this very surprising, actually. Mm. I, and I, maybe the worm's starting to turn. I don't know. A new poll found two-thirds of New Yorkers say, hey, this is Biden's fault, this migrant crisis. You're a lying dog-faced That's what you. they're saying. According to a Siena College poll was released yesterday, 64% of New Yorkers disapprove of the job Joe is doing to address the recent influx of migrants. This includes 48% of Democrats. Wow. No one. Not to not. History books will note it. No, that's not true. (laughs) Near Governor Kathy Hochul, 52% disapprove. Hmm. Only 37% approve of it. So it seems the chickens are coming home to roost. I think Eric Adams has been saying it's his fault. Well, yeah, but, I mean, who knew the people who voted for Joe Biden would feel the same way? Well, you know what? My solution to that is send more buses to New York. I agree. Keep going. 
I think it should get like a mile-long train and just stop along the way and, <laughs> you know, like a like one of those tours through, you know, the campaigns used to do, like through Welcoming different cities. Yeah, right. As they come yeah, in, yeah. Good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. That's of course right. it is. Of course it is. Thank you. Okay. Now, on with the countdown. Thank you. The Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day, up to number two. Number two, the ACLU says that giving people HIV on purpose is a constitutional right. This is insanity. ACLU issued a statement. We're suing Tennessee for their aggravated prostitution statute that targets people with HIV with harsh punishment and lifetime sex offender registration. This law is unconstitutional and disappropriately affects black and transgender women. We need to stop it. Now, what this is, is if you knowingly have HIV and your working as a prostitute, whether you be transgender or not, and you don't tell the person you're having sex with that you have HIV, you can be charged with aggravated or with murder. Actually, if they die, which attempted murder if they don't. The law disappropriately affects black and transgender well, women. I. Actually, but think, exposing the disease to people disappropriately doesn't affect the victim at all, though, right? I, I actually kind of think that's a super racist and transphobic thing to say. Are you saying that all these black people are just have no choice but to give other people uh, AIDS? Or have no other options besides prostitutes? That's, that's very, that's hateful, yeah. man. I, I agree with you. And they knowingly do it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, But it's still, these people are victims? Bad girls. Yeah. <laughs> They say they're criminalizing HIV. Well, well, yeah, because it's like a loaded gun. Sort of, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, man. <laughs> the ACLU. Okay. And the countdown continues. Yeah, the yeah. Scott Robbins sure Give them your money. All Top right. three of the day. And finally, one. Yeah. All right, you want to talk about a swimsuit model. Yeah, Jenna Sims. Uh, Jenna Sims is officially a Sports Illustrated swimsuit rookie. Has never done it before. She said, and I quote, I'm still speechless. By the way, this is Bruce Kepka's wife, which I didn't know. Brooks. What did I say? Bruce. Oh, okay. Well, that's his brother. <laughs> Brooks and Bruce. His other brother's not going to make it on the live tour. He didn't have a good year. No. She said, it's not easy wrapping your head around achieving my biggest goal in life. This woman is married and just had a child. And being in the swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated is her biggest goal in life. Priorities are not messed up at all. Just one person's opinion. If you saw any of the Netflix, like, sort of reality series around golf, there is an extended piece with Brooksy and Jenna. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It left, let's just say, plenty of dudes saying not hot enough. Yeah. For the for and the there you have it <laughs> pain in the keister that she is, at least yeah I know a few people with that opinion like on the wrong she's s- a lot on the wrong side of the hot crazy matrix. Who knows, man? Maybe you know she is a super sweet person. You just got to mm-hmm. get to know her. But what what a lot of people saw was oh my goodness that is that's a lot of high maintenance there. Ooh, Rolling boy. Stones star star there. I'll put it this way: mm-hmm. the fact that she said that was her biggest goal in life is not surprising. Put it that way. I have an extra, if you don't mind, Casey Scott. Well, ask him. I don't care. Yes. Okay. All right. right. Um, (laughs) See what you think of this. So, welding company in Colorado, 
named JMF Enterprises. They got sued by another company called Fired Up Fabrication. Yeah. They claimed that JMF didn't pay them for a job and eventually settled for $23,500. Okay? Okay. Now they're back in court because JMF sent them over six tons of loose change as the payment. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We'll hey, see. man. So, you're, yeah, it's quarters, dimes, nickels, pennies, all mixed together. Well, nobody said how it had to be paid, right? Their settlement agreement didn't specify. That's right. So they thought the lawyer would have to accept it. But she refused. Instead, she filed another lawsuit. And now they might have to pay more. Oh. JMF claims they were <clears throat> not being malicious or trying to waste anyone's time. But if the judge disagrees, they'll have to pay another $7,000 in attorney's fees. I would be behind those people at the bank on Saturday where they <laughs> brought their change in. <laughs> Count going to be there all day. Yes. It's really been an honor for me. Oh, thanks, Casey. And thanks, thanks for the Casey. extra, too. Appreciate that, of course. Okay. I'm, I'm done asking him, by the way. I'm done. Oh, to come over? Yeah, I ask him all the time. You never. I show miss up. you. No, you don't. You never show up. I miss you. You oh, a lie. Gotcha. Okay, news update and Nimrod's in the news coming up. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seat belts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program, including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at TeladocHealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Oh, man. A guy who was arrested for a home invasion in Studio City. Uh, 
early this morning. Uh, well, uh, he broke into a Jewish family's home, was armed with a knife, and then as he was being arrested, uh, luckily the family wasn't hurt, um, he said, free Palestine. Just so you know, it's about Israel's policies. That's what we keep hearing, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Two adults, four children inside the home, according to KTLA. I am, like, editing myself because I don't want to say the same thing we've said a hundred times, and I don't want to curse either. It's it's astounding, man, to a lot of people, the anti-Semitism. Oh, yeah. Way more than we had thought. It. I mean, in your lifetime, David, have you ever seen it stirred up like this? No, not not in America, not like this. There's all. I mean, there's been the, the undercurrent, um, but, man, out in the open like this, and then I get to the bottom of this KTLA story. Yeah. And they say the Hamas-run health ministry says to date at least 6,500 Palestinians have been killed. They're still going with <clears throat> Hamas talking Even points. Joe Biden today was asked, do you believe those numbers? And he said, I have no reason to find those numbers credible. Because Hamas is claiming today that Israeli airstrikes have killed 100 children a day. Keep in mind... They also said an Israeli airstrike blew up a hospital, right? and that hospital wasn't even blown up. And it wasn't a missile that came in from Israel. They've also claimed twice in one week that Israel blew up an Orthodox church, which is, it's still not blown up. ABC quoted Hamas this morning. Yep. You saw it too. Yep. And you're watching going, why are you doing that? Beyond belief, man. Okay, before we get to Nimrods, you want, I think it's kind of a nice story. It's kind of a weird story, um, but it's nice in a way. It's wild. It's about this woman when she was 22 years old, 22 years old in New York, and comes home, there is a dude on her couch. Oh, boy. Okay. Freaks out. Guy's wasted, went to the wrong place, somehow got in. Yep. All right. Um, tried to explain the situation. She decided not to press charges. So he feels terrible about it. He comes back later with some flowers just to say, I'm really sorry any of this ever happened. Her parents were there at the time. He met the parents. They became friends. They just got married. Get out of here. <laughs> yes. Get out of here. Yes. Holy smokes. Wow. Uncle Drunkle goes into the wrong house, falls right. asleep on their couch. She That's sees right. him. Yes. Scares the hell out of her, gets rid of him. Yep. He takes his drunk ass out and wanders out into the nighttime, comes back with flowers. The parents <laughs> like him, and they're getting married. She dropped the charges. Said oh, my she had, God. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> oh, the other update is they just had their first kid in February. <sighs> There's just crazy there's some yeah, poor that, guy I, out there he pulls know, down exactly. 70k a year you know <laughs> can't find love i try to bring this story that's somehow nice maybe no. a little laugh something like that and now we're thinking about the poor downtrodden that can't get a date and this guy just drunkenly goes in somewhere and ends up marrying this woman i went exactly where david just went wow this guy can't get a date on social media talking about how lonely he is all the time can't do it all i'm thinking is 
the kid when the kid gets older, how did you two meet? <laughs> That's going to be a heck of a story. All right, we my guy needs to get hammered and walk into a house. Tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley Van Camp and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. Well, the real setup might have been somewhat happy in doing a drunk story. This one doesn't have one of those. Oh wow! Sorry. Thirty-year-old dad. Colby Parker called the cops the other night, thought his child had been kidnapped. Say, I left the kid in the car, just ran into the grocery store real quick, gone. Huh. Calls the cops. This is in Connecticut, by the way. Got the canine unit looking for the kid. Can't find the kid looking at the store's security footage. And then they go to the house, try to find Colby, talk to him, whatever. Wait a second, the kid's home. Oh. <laughs> and then Colby's like, oh, I forgot. I... I didn't even take him with me. That's right. I left him at home. See, Colby was hammered. Oof. That's the problem. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, not not good. No, yeah. that's not good. They called a family member to pick the kid up. Golly. Oh, boy. And that's Nimrod's in the news. <laughs> I don't think he's going to end up married after this. <laughs>